sharing make sure you do the same all right uh that works all right so like again oh nope no more crypto news we did that already uh welcome my podcast people appreciate you for rocking and listening to us um and being a part of this conversation as well yes i have a little bit of a conversation before this podcast starts um, that's on the live part. It just gives me time to shake off any issues or problems or situations. Um, but I appreciate you guys for being here again. Uh, podcast folks, if you're listening and you've never, uh, seen us live, make sure you text LW into 84576 and you'll get a notification for the next broadcast. You will get a notification for the next broadcast. Again, that's, um, LW into 84576. 84576. All right, so today we're talking about how to change the worst of our community for the better. Is that a with a T? Or the worst or the worst of our community for the better? Somebody correct me on that. <laughs> Let's, we, we, our studio's low budget. I got to do it all. <laughs> so, so uh, let me know. So, like, let's put this here. So, again, welcome to the Brothers of Legacy. Um, so going the APB, right, said some time ago, I guess probably within the last 24 hours, when did they say this? April 26, two days ago, um, Atlanta police said rips parents after te- after five teens are shot and officers say officers cannot raise Atlanta's children. Officers cannot raise Atlanta's children. That's, of course, a story about what happened and all that. Um, and, and, you know, Atlanta PD, with all of the, the uh, with all of us fighting with the Black Lives Matter and the, the defund police kind of mantra, I'm sure that's just a, <laughs> just, just what, a, what is, would you say, a clap back um, to the response. And how do we, in our community begin to raise our children like a village. And I'm not gonna say like back in the day. <laughs> Only reason I won't say that, um, because times are a little different. And not that people or parents are more sensitive, which they are. We are a little more sensitive to having strangers or people don't really know um, saying stuff to our children. It's just, kind of the way of the world, the way things are, you know, because it, 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 it's just a little harder um, to, to receive that because it's, the culture has changed so much, I guess, between our parents, us growing up, it's kind of changed some. And, you know, the way people handle children, is just we're not universal as much. You know, we're all some a little harder than others. And we've gotten softer because, you know, some things we needed to get softer on. Let's just keep 100. Um, So having the conversation when it comes to um, changing our community and how to help each other's like not only take care of your own household as a man, but how to reach outside the household and take care of your community. I think we are kind of lacking. And, And I get that there is a level of disrespect 
bigger now towards adults because, you know, I won't say growing up there was none. There was some. There were some kids that just they didn't respect a lot of people. <laughs> Maybe because of their household, just who they are, whatever reason. Um, and I will say that, you know, the only way that our community can begin to change if we find a way to work together. Um, and this is not the typical unity clarion call, but more or less being willing to allow others to have a say when they see your child do something wrong, you know, and and teaching our children to try to be more open to listen, you know, and I know that's a sticky situation because, you know, <laughs> we don't want everybody talking to our children, right? We don't want everyone just saying anything. But how do we get to that space where, um, how do we get to that space where uh, we can begin to do something different in our community as far as how we address situations or, you know, like, you know, one of the things, of course, that that's kind of part of the argument, you know, we'll march and, and get out in the streets a lot of times for, you know, when there's a cop killing, um, which is necessary, which is has to be done because there's an authoritarian um organization that we trust to protect and they're they're they abuse their power and do something crazy to someone in our community um there needs to be point checkpoints and you know not swept under the rug and handled at the same time um when when there are killings you know randomly um either gang violence you know criminal activity or things of that nature how do we address that you know I, I, you know, there's the, the no snitching, you know, but for a lot of us, we know, or we've known, we'll, I'll say that at least growing up, you know, who's who in your community, you know, who causes what kind of trouble, um, you know, who does what, you know, who steals, you know, you know, who the, who the ones that can be set off and the things that they do. Hey, good morning, Deborah. Good morning. Um, and how do we react? You know? Do we say something? Are we trying to check our community so that we can grow and be better? Or are we just, man, I'm just trying to live. You understand what I'm saying? And when I say that, you're like, yeah, I've had the same thought. I'm just trying to take care of my little, my fam. I can't worry about nobody else. And I get it. And I get it. But with the craziness that's happened, you know, the the someone across town and they're craziness that you know of that you're connected to if there's not a correction done their craziness can spill into your household you understand what i'm saying um so when do we begin to hold each other accountable and never saying that i mean i you know it's quick to say that somebody's a bad parent bad what's a bad parent you know other than straight up abuse you know, the nuances of parenting is rough, you know, um, because we never know the outcome of a particular method of rearing your child is not known until they get older. You know, um, granted, some things we know as certain patterns, you know, oh, you just letting that kid do everything. 
you know, <laughs> the little cute stuff that the little little baby girl does, like, you're going to let that go. It's going to be a mess when they become a teenager. And we've seen that. <laughs> we all we all see it. Like, three years old, they doing some stuff like, that ain't cute. You know, you laugh on the inside, but you're like, eh, that is not cute because you're going to have to deal with that later. Um, so we know certain patterns of things. Does that make them a bad parent? <laughs> you know, is it bad? You know, and there's certain levels of discipline that we deal with as far as um, how should we respond to certain things. And, you know, as a parent, you know, discipline takes work, you know, but if you're tired and worn out, you know, sometimes it's hard to be on top of that disciplining. It's just like, man, this is just wearing me out. And and in and, and certain essence, you know, the kid wins um, or the child wins because you give up. I'm tired of punishment. I'm just I'm tired, you know, and you let the little stuff go and it becomes bigger when they get older. Is that bad parenting? You know, so what do we do as a community, though? Like, what do we do as a community to be better? How what do we do to help the 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 little pookies not become the grown pookies? You know, what do we do to change certain situations? What do we do to help our parents um that may be struggling with their children? You know, and I know and I get it because I know some are like, man, I try to help. They don't want to hear it. You know, they they're so super protective of their child that they don't want any level of discipline coming from anyone but them, you know, yet there are certain spaces that you can clearly see that they're missing. Um, so it's, what do we do as a community? How do we change the trajectory of kids that we know are headed to a level of trouble? You know, cause it's, it's crazy. Cause you hear about, you know, you know, the kids and, and, <laughs> I've had them on here as far as men, you know, that been through things. Man, I was this way. I was in trouble. I was in and out of jail until I got it, until I figured it out. But how do we mitigate that? How do we stop that pattern of behavior so that they don't have to be such a terror as a kid that they could, you know, potentially hurt or kill somebody in this space, you know? How do we begin to change our community? What do we need to do to change some of the things that are affecting the community around us? You know, granted, we are learning certain things, but how do we teach others these same techniques? You know, like this is, why don't you try this? You know, I, and a lot of times, you know, they you could look at somebody else's child like, you telling me this, but look at your child. You know, I'm like, well, they're not running the streets. <laughs> You know, like they're not acting crazy. You know, they may struggle in school, but, you know, I can't I can't do it all. But they are at least walking a good path. Um, So it's that's the conversation I want to have today. You guys are quiet. It's okay. (laughs) At least let me know, like, is there anything we can do? Or do you feel like I can only take care of my own real talk? Do you feel like I can only take care of my own. Um, because a lot of times, you know, we get into that space where, um, that we can't, we're not doing, um, I'm, I'm in cause I'm doing checking something. Uh, we are doing so much for our fam and that we are trying to 
we focused on just our family and and that could be enough and it's like now i want you to help out the people around you you know how do we become a functioning community and sometimes the community is not in the locale sometimes the community is just those that you're connected to in in ministry or in church you know how could you affect because that's like your closest kind of family or community that you generally most people have but how do you be effective in that you know when you see something do you say something or do you just talk about it you know you just talk about the kid that's doing such and such or do you attempt to try to talk to the parent you know and when if you've gotten issues or gotten uh blowback what do you do you know how do you respond um because like i said that very child that needs that attention um you know they could be the one that could potentially be the one that harms your child you know and you didn't say anything or you didn't do anything so today i kind of what can we do to change our situation so i'm gonna take a break i'm gonna take a quick break i want you to marinate i'm gonna do some sharing um try to tag some folks get some people in here because um, i'm i don't know like i'm not ever trying to be popular i want our community to genuinely change but it can only change if we have these conversations these real conversations these outspoken in our face conversations the uncomfortable conversations all right so i'm gonna be right back um i'm gonna do something i ain't done in a minute let's take a quick break uh where's that joke at um yeah let's do this this episode is brought to you by Streamyard. ready to go live go to bit.ly forward slash Streamyard bol that's bit.ly forward slash Streamyard bol this episode is also brought to you by self build credit now go to bit.ly forward slash now build credit bit.ly forward slash now build credit all right welcome back all right all right it's because my wife sent me something uh some in- interesting information but it's a lot to read <laughs> oh all right as a right so um and and now in the state of georgia if you're not from georgia the um gun laws have changed where Pretty much anybody can carry a gun without a license. So you can just pretty much get a gun based on my understanding. Um, so now a lot of situations change even more. Um, so we got to be mindful. Like, what are the things that you want to see change? Talk back to me. What are the things that you want to see happen in your community? Um, what is it that you want to see upgrade in your community? And, you know, because we, we, like I said, we experience a lot and we see a lot, but what is it that you really want to see? What is it that, that you've seen too much of? Cause for me, um, the violence is, is gotten really out of control last couple of years here, Chicago, like living there. Like, I guess, you know, because we're not, cause we're living in there, you get more of the local news a lot, of course, cause you're there and like every weekend, it seemed like, and it's been a minute since I've been there, but it, every weekend it was killings happening. Every weekend. It, oh, let's see. Uh, hold on. He said, not anyone. Adults over 21 
and I would assume non-felons. I think there's still background checks. Okay, okay, all right. Well, that's good. Um, so that's that's a that's a plus. That's a plus. Uh, thank you for that, Samantha. Um, but yeah, it's when hey, good morning, Kita. Good morning, Kita. Um, like, what is it that you that you that you want to see happen, or do you even? Are you just like I'm? I'm more concerned with about me and mine, and I know that's tough. Like, who wants to really admit that? And that's where I was at for a minute. Like, I was, man, I'm just trying to get mine through. Um, but how do we change the situation? How do we change where we at? How do we change the stigmatism um, that's on our community? Uh, how do we shift the situations? How do we make things better? As far as what our community looks like, you know, I think one of the, the biggest issues is the way our community looks. Um, what 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 can we do to upgrade our community? Excuse me. What can we do to make things better? Uh, <clears throat> and unfortunately, I had programmed this conversation to talk with my brothers. But um, let's see. Mine only is great but yours don't live in this world or go to school alone mine only is great right but yours don't live in this world or go to school alone right because they got to interact they got to connect they got to touch others um so what do we do to mitigate or change situations and i think some of the struggle is you know connecting with other parents so i'm gonna get got past the hanging in the wing appreciate it for coming through Alright. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you, my brother. Happy Thursday, man. Um and so, everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> and all and all the peoples. Um so we're talking about um how to change the worst of our community for the better. Um and connecting because I, I read a quote from APD APB no D <laughs> Atlanta Police Department. Um and it was saying how um, we Atlanta Police Department, please cannot raise your kids, you know, because mm. there was this is a, a, a quote given after a shooting of five kids being killed. Um, and, and what and so my question today or my conversation today is how do we change or at least begin to turn things around in our community? You know, um, and I feel like there's been violence in our community for a long time. I don't know if it's ramped up more just because of the speed of social media. We're hearing about it more. You know, I always question that sometimes. Like, you know, you get a lot of information. It's like, is it is it worse? <laughs> or it's just we're finding out about all of it. You know, um, let's see. Yeah, it's a, it's a very long statement. You're just saying one part of it. Yeah, small part of it. Indeed, I'll, I'll dig more into it. Um, but I kind of wanted to just kick off the conversation um, and just kind of get your your take, Pastor. I mean, you've grown up, you know, in several different kinds of neighborhoods. Um, and and what has any the most neighborhoods like or the neighbors that you grew up in? What was the community like? Were they connected or did you feel like they were kind of separated? You know, um, did you grow up in the the neighbor telling on you, <laughs> you know, like, or even scolding or, uh, 
not almost say condemning, but you know, scolding or disciplining you in any way. And how did how did your mom feel about um, some of that? Where I grew up in Kankakee, Illinois, where I okay. spent all of my childhood, okay, from Pampers through high school. Uh, and I, you know, and I mean, from probably the, the, the third grade through high school, right. uh, I was basically on the same street. Okay. Um, third, oh, third grade to high school. Okay. Yeah. I could walk from my, I could walk from my third grade house to my senior in high school house. Right. It, within 10 minutes. Um, and, and I grew up in a neighborhood or on a street that really was connected. I knew, you know, my block, my, my portion of Merchant Street was probably close to a quarter of a mile long, my street, my okay. block from one end to the next. And we knew, I knew 90% of the people. Right. There might have been a couple of houses that I didn't know who lived in there. I, I knew I, I recognized them, but I didn't know them by name or had a okay. conversation with them. And there were a lot of children, a lot of young people okay. on our street. Uh, we were also within a 10 minute walk to the uh, a, a middle school or junior high school. Okay. Elementary school and 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 uh, middle school or slash junior high school. We knew everybody, uh, and yes, adults had the power and the authority to check children. Okay. You know, you knew who was good. You knew who was in trouble. You knew right. who had money. You knew who struggled. You knew everything. I mean, you literally could go next door and get a couple of eggs or get some sugar, go across the street, right. you know. Um, so, yeah, I would say that was very close knit. And I'm saying and if you stretch that mm -hmm. from our street into the broader community, and I'm talking about children who lived across town, you know, you played sports with them, but they didn't live on your block. Right. And I grew up in an era where, you know, you had the west side and the east side. You, know, you had the north side and the south side. Uh, and there was great competition amongst the young people. Gotcha. Right. So if you went, you know, the, like we had a, a Westview High School and East Ridge High School that were rivals. Right. Right. You know, we had east side Bulldogs and, and Azarelli uh, in junior sports, junior football. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. uh, and then you had the public school versus the private school, private school. right? In right, sports, right. so you had all of that. But then you also had Latin Kings, right? You had uh, gangster disciples, right? You had vice lords, right? Right. right. Uh, so you had you had a combination of all of that. Gotcha. Uh, but we had a very strong parks and recreation okay. that had organized sports. You know, okay. and annual events at the at our Pioneer Park, the local park, right. you know, and we had a couple of we had about four parks that were pretty prominent growing up. So there was okay. always something to do. We right. had a very active YMCA. We had a very okay. active CYO uh, uh, community youth organization right. uh, with sports and all that. We we were very active in, we, you know, Cub Scouts, 
We Below right. Boy Scouts, all of that, you know, the uh, brownies and, and, and Girl Scouts, uh, all of that, you know, all those programs were, were, were highly active uh, in our in our city. So there was a lot to do gotcha. and there was a lot of accountability. We gotcha. knew our council people. We right. knew our aldermen. We knew those people. Right. For one person I don't remember knowing was our mayor. Gotcha. You know, and so these people were very active in the community. So I, I would say that, you know, coming up in the in the the I would say the late seventies and and the eighties, right? You you really couldn't. We were it, people were in check. We knew the chief of police, right. you know, uh, because they they were out there. They were always right. around. So you couldn't get away with a lot. And then, and for that reason, we all knew where the trouble was. Right. You couldn't get away. Right. You know, you didn't get in trouble for telling them false because everybody knew probably who did it. <laughs> who did you it, right, right, right. We had families. We had families that stayed in trouble. Right. We had crews that stayed in trouble. You just knew who was who. Right. You know, right. Uh, so, that, I mean, so for me, you couldn't, you couldn't really get, get away with a lot. Uh, so we didn't have a problem with interaction with with law enforcement and and the community, even though racism was there, you know. But but for the most part, in in our zip code six zero nine zero one, right, there was probably thirty thousand dollars a year that separated the top from the bottom. Wow, economically. So if you lived in Kankakee, yeah. We used in the we in the same family, whether you were right. white, black, purple, or green, it just didn't really matter. <laughs> wow. You know, okay. wasn't a whole lot of bragging. You know, you wow. might have got the Jordans first. Right, right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Something a little bit out of reach. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know. It wasn't a big difference. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, better hubcaps. You had them some nicer, them shiny hubcaps. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you didn't buy them brand new. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I feel you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so I was reading, getting to more of the article. It says, uh, APD, APD wants to know where is the Save the Juveniles Calvary? Where are all the voices who care so much about broken kids and community safety? Where are the concerned parents and family members while these kids are running the streets late into the night? The police department wrote. So, like, are we out there enough? You know, are we watching enough? You know, and I and I and and, and Deborah kind of saying what I, she said. I've been questioning that too. Is this new or are they just overemphasizing? You know, like is it? It's it's an evolution. Yeah. You know, things began to change when you started shutting down community organizations. Yeah, I, I that's no. I you mean, can't deny. How many neighbor like I? Yeah, let's go. In your neighborhood, where what's right. the community organization in your neighborhood? What does everybody flock to? Uh, we got parks, right? They're just random, and they're random. They're not like. What are your children engaged in? Us. Thank you. Okay, please somebody tell me that you have a strong parks and recreation, and your children are actually active. Right. Anybody on here got children that are Cub Scouts? Y- Anybody only got girls that are Girl Scouts? They're right, connected right. to the YMCA, YWCA, right. some youth girls organization. And I'm not talking about that basketball league. Uh, what's it called? Uh, PAL? No. No. Uh-uh. Uh, AAU. 
Okay. Right, 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 right. I'm not talking about AAU sports. Right. I'm saying your local park and recreation. Do you know the local Cub Scout Den leader? Girl Scout Den leader. What happened to those? Like, right. Because somewhere between. What, what, What summer program, you know, do your children go to day camp? Right. Like we went to day camp. Like we we packed a lunch in the morning in the summertime, went to the Y, and and jumped on a bus. We went out to the state park, and were busy all day. Came home at like five thirty six o'clock at the end of the day, dog tired. Right. To but eat, just in time enough to eat dinner, take a bath, and you know sit out on the porch and catch lightning bugs. Every everything has a higher cost. Like everything. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, you know, I had kids, you know, we had kids and I'm like, and I started looking for this stuff and I'm like, why is this $200 a week? <laughs> like, yeah, but here's, the, the, let me, let me share this with you. Here's the thing. Ahead. You talk about a higher cost, right? Which means you got to pay counselors to be on site. Right. I'm with you. And typically, be, but. but typically you would have two adults and probably four senior teens okay 17 18 19 right. and you pay them back then minimum right. wage right right right, right. and right. they were doing all the things they loved to do anyway right. right because you were swimming right fishing right. playing ball kickball what you were doing things that were fun for them anyway right and right. they were the oldest so they loved being in charge right right so it, it right. there was not a high cost and the most yeah. expensive thing was probably the kickball right right <laughs> Right. Right. right, right. Volleyball net, volleyball, kickball. You know, all you needed was an open field and creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, sack races, you know, uh, scavenger hunts. You know, I'm, I'm saying, you know, you, you light a fire and, and, and roast marshmallows. You know, we used yeah. to we used to have this little contraption where you put uh, jelly between two pieces of bread and you clamp it down in this contraption, it will automatically cut the crust off. You close it up and lay it over a fire, right, and you are essentially baking a pie, a jelly pie. <laughs> right, right. And at, right. at five to seven years old, that was genius. Right. You know? S'mores was genius. You mean a, with a graham cracker, a marshmallow, and a piece of chocolate, I could create a whole dessert? <laughs> right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so... It, it, and so what I'm saying is, you know, again, life was really, really simple. Right. But what made it great was the creativity and the energy that you got from the leaders. Right. Because they really got into it. Yeah. You know, who's the fastest runner? Let's right. line eight people up. So if somebody lost the race, they weren't the only one that lost. Right. 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 It's that kind of stuff. We, yeah. we have lost sight of that kind of stuff. And so like, my thing is, we say that that stuff is expensive, but it ain't. We just reprioritize where our money goes. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. Tell me. I don't know Where's if I agree the budget go for that? It went I somewhere. Mean, the budget I went so. somewhere, bro. I mean, I, I, hey, what's up, Michael? I, I guess it has. Hey, good morning, Cheryl. Look at that. Good morning. Come to the building. I had to get past it here for y'all to come. <laughs> it's like right church. Pass ain't here. <laughs> y'all don't come. No, I'm just playing. 
But I appreciate you guys being here. Thank you guys for rocking with us. But I think um, I'm a, I'm sure you can hear me a little bit. But uh, I think the I understand what it's saying, like the reallocation of funds. But I feel like stuff has gone up. <laughs> oh, is it me? Like some of these programs are just more than I thought. You know, like per per child, and I get inflation. I get, but I swear like there were some things that didn't cost as much, you know, or were covered or something. Is it, or is it just me? Cause you know, my children were born 2007, you know, between 2007, 2008, you know, like, so it's, it's a different time frame. Um, and, and my question to you guys as well is if you've had kids, you know, what were the cost of the programs you got in? Was, did you feel like they were on budget? Were they high? Uh, were they free? Um, and what what was your situation that you're willing to share, of course? Um, but I don't know. Like maybe maybe it is me. Maybe the allocation of money between a higher cell phone bill and uh, uh, <laughs> cable and all that has has eaten up my sending my kids to these programs. Let's see. Everything is going up, but I feel some of it is COVID greed, aka the perfect excuse. But even pre-COVID, uh, pre-COVID, yeah, pre-COVID. Let's talk pre-COVID because you're I know right. You're right, Cheryl. But yeah. I definitely want to talk about pre-COVID because we're talking about a deterioration of community over the last 35, 40 years. Right, right. And so let me let me throw this out there while everyone's thinking and chewing on it. Um, I'm really trying to develop a local program in like different counties. And, you know, I got these grand ideas that I'm working working towards and I got some great people around me that we're going to make this thing come to pass. I'm trying to fill in this gap. Like what's our gap between um, programs and people? Because sometimes like, I, you know, you hear about stuff because sometimes you catch it on Facebook. You know, I think it's marketing sometimes, you know, we don't know they're out there. You know, you ever you ever found something like, man, we've been here the last five years. Right. <laughs> like, right here? <laughs> like, how did, how did I miss this? You know, like, or you see a program, you're like, oh, this thing costs. You all talk to them, oh, no, this is free. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> like, it's, oh, yeah, we on Facebook, but you don't get it either because they don't advertise, which is fine because if you're free, your budget is little to none. <laughs> you know, I don't really have a budget unless it's come out of my pocket. You know, which I get, you know, like I put out signs of flyers, but if I'm not in that direct area, I'm not going to know about it. So my goal as Brothers of Legacy, I'm trying to be that source to get all community information, be the hub to get what you need so that your family doesn't have to go without. And starting with education with your kids and something to do, because a lot of times I and and past, I'm sure can attest, you know, you get (laughs) Kids and you can probably test as your own for your own stuff. Kids get into issues and trouble because they got nothing to do. You know, right? Like they just they don't have nothing to get their hands on something something to keep them busy. And I've said this before, like um, hip hop kept me out of trouble. You know, kept me from being just hanging out for like was it maybe like three years, three critical like between sixteen and eighteen. Like we spent all summer just going to the studio and I learned how to create beats and samples. And we, it was me, um, me and two of my friends, we were there like 
like clockwork. We would go in during the summer. We would go in at about nine. We wouldn't come out. We would break for lunch about one. You know, whenever we got hungry, we would go back. Um, and we would probably leave there probably like seven, like real talk. Yeah. And and no, none of that stuff you can find on Apple Music. <laughs> you know, like we didn't produce. We, I don't think we ever released a thing, <laughs> but it just it kept. But us it was genius, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it just <laughs> y'all put together some genius material. Right, right. It just it kept us engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. And, said, well, and back to rap, Cheryl. Listen. Cheryl put it. it oh, let me see. Go back to Cheryl. She said late to the game. It's not. It's not so much about being late to the game, Cheryl. My question would be, you know, what are the ages of your children? Right. Right. When is the last time you actually had to take interest or you had curiosity about community organizations? Right. That's the question. So. It's not that you're late. It's just that if if we're not targeting that, if we're not in that in that space or in that season of life, right. you know, we don't have an interest in things like that. So it really depends on where your children are. Right. Uh, and, and right. whether or not you are like, for example, I have been deeply engaged in this stuff just because of working with non for profits and all of that over the last 30, 35 years. Right. So that's why I've been able to track this stuff. Because right. it's always been about community economic development, empowerment of of uh, our own communities. Right. That's what it has been for me. So uh, sometimes we're not in the know because that's just not the vein that we're operating in uh, in our lives. Uh, and for those people who have children that have been dedicated to something, they don't see a gap. Right. 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 Um, so I just wanted to insert that because yeah. I was going to tell Cheryl, it's not, there's no need for an apology yeah. uh, because you, if, you, if you're not in that area, if you're not in that vein, if right. you're not seeking yeah. out these things, you won't yeah. know that there's such a, a void. Right. Like I, you know, between, what was I like adultish, like 98 <laughs> to 2007, I, I didn't know what was, I didn't realize the things that disappeared from my community, <laughs> you know, yeah. like until you have kids like, Hey, I'm not the end of Right. Not there anymore. <laughs> this, this program ain't a rap. What happened? You know. Right. Now you're googling like, what happened to the program? You know. You know. Like so. You know. I there was a there was a gap. Um, Versus people like me who have literally been raising children for the last thirty four years. <laughs> right. They got they got a chance. Like this. This the last day. <laughs> like, <laughs> what you mean you out of funding? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so so you got you kind of got to see certain things shift or certain things change. Like yeah, they don't. They stopped doing that six years ago. You know, yeah. like that doesn't exist anymore. You're like, what? You know, so um it, it is so it's that like you said, yeah, you don't you won't know unless you know you have the kids and you're looking for the program. And I think, you know, my goal, like I said, is to try to fill in that gap so people that need can at least have a space to see where things are available, you know. Cause I only think and, and it's like it's like Google in a sense. Even when you go to school sometimes. The things that rise to the top are the people that have like the higher cost programs because they can advertise, you know, they, they can be in your face. Like, hey, I got this thing, <laughs> you know, and and the people that are offering, you know, it for a more reasonable price, their budget is smaller so they can't broadcast it. So listen, my first thing, my first challenge to everybody out there, and I came, I thought about when Pastor said you're late in the game, but you might see something. So if you see something in your community that says, hey, free program, reduced program or whatever. Take a picture, 
put it on Facebook. Like, I don't know who this might be for, but you can use it. Go ahead. Gary Davis. Next Level Boys Academy. Right. Yes. Yes. NextLevelBoysAcademy.com. Yeah. Gary Davis. Yes. Gary um, Davis. Started out with probably three or four boys, you know, maybe 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And is now recognized nationally for movement within our community. Right. Giving boys, giving our young boys a place to go and keeping them out of trouble. Literally wow. targeting boys that have been getting in trouble and, and giving them something to do. Uh, right. In fact, our church partners with Gary Davis and Next Level Boys Academy. When we go looking for opportunities to, to be a blessing to communities, we get leftovers from Gary Davis and Next Level Boys Academy, you know, Christmas, you know, t- uh, Toys for Tots or Angel Tree Ministry, that kind of stuff. You know, he gets he gets all these donations in. He he delivers all he gives all that stuff out. And then we get a lot of the stuff that's left over from him that he can't give out because it can't. Be. I mean, that's how popular he has become. He right. gets an overwhelming amount of support from people. So he's doing great things. Oh, there you go. Sean Rollins went through. Uh, yeah. <laughs> went through the program. But making it clear, not for yeah. trouble, though. Yeah, not, not for trouble. Right. But and it's not it's not designed for troubled youth. Right. It's right. designed as a place for youth to go and do something productive. Right. Right. But what Gary Davis saw was a void in the community. Right. Right. And he saw boys getting in trouble and he said, Hey man, I can't just sit idly by and watch this. I got to go do something. So he established next level boys Academy. Uh, And, you know, he's been in, in, in everybody, every politician from here to Washington, DC that's community related has wanted to know and understand his vision. So it's people like that that make a real difference. Right. And it was, it's, it's so funny that you said that um, Rollins about he in a program that's, you know, he's not in it because he was in trouble, but it just was an available program that was necessary. Um, I was thinking about like when I was in high school and it's funny, like there was a program in the school. Um, first time I've ever heard of him or the program. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Um, so it's... Um, Cause he had, yeah, Pastor mentioned before. I looked it up. I forgot why. But anyway, we'll we'll talk about it. What what threw me off track with it? Um, well, trying to put folks on blast. I, <laughs> <laughs> we got toys from them. <laughs> was that okay? We'll, yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, like a program that was in my high school when I was in high school, and I I assumed that it was like for trouble teen or something like that, and found out way later that it was just open for everybody. <laughs> I just, I just yeah. assumed and never approached it. Um, so, you know, it's, it's knowing that no one was around you, you know, and like I said, anybody you see something like, you know, passages shared and I'm gonna dig further into that. Cause I know we mentioned it way back. I went over my head, but <laughs> so, you know, like you get information. If you see something posted, take pictures. Um, <laughs> See, I didn't. I didn't see. I wouldn't. Even, I want to point out, Pastor. Did I say she was in the program? In, in what program? I was just, like I was mentioning the, the program called Star, and I and I told oh. her. I said, told her. I was like, I thought it was just for folks with that, that had trouble or something going on or whatever. Because yeah. I know some of the guys that were in there, <laughs> you know, like and it, you know, but 
So Feels Troublemaking better. Samantha was in that program. <laughs> Not surprising. <laughs> so, so listen, my challenge to you guys. Oh, man, this time is phone. My challenge is, you know, if you see something, you know, see something, say something. But take a picture, put it online, you know, post it up. Um, even if you see it, send it to me. And I'll, you know, I'll do a blast on it. Um, any any program in your area, whether it be local, um, it may not, it may just be local, maybe national, you know, because they may have different chapters throughout the country and people just may be like two towns away because something happened in McDonough right now. I'm not going to really run into, I'm not going to see um, any like McDonough. So I'll just say something like 10 miles away, <laughs> maybe, you know, I may not see, but, you know, a post or something may give me an opportunity to connect with it. So if you see something, if you see a program, if you know a program, you know, put it up. Like I said, you could inbox me, inbox pastor. I'll even post it on our, our Facebook page and other pages. And we might even have a conversation. You might have a whole, a whole show about all the programs available that we know that are national, local and stuff like that. And I'm definitely, I know I tried to, I think I tried to email him at one point. So I'm going to try to connect with him. Um, have him on and, and talk about a lot of programs that are out there that we may not be privy to or, you know, not even privy to, but just may not be seen, you know, because that stuff is, it, and tell me it's happened to you before. You're like, oh man, how did I miss that? <laughs> you know, oh man, how did, how did I not know, you know, and even with social media, you think you would get more things, but sometimes because of the algorithm stuff that you always like or into Facebook, like, nah, you're not interested in that. <laughs> We, here, here's another fight, <laughs> right? Here's another angle of, of Will Smith smacking Chris because that's what you you like that that post before. So it just you know get in that space. So like I said, again, take pictures, let us know, show it, and we can talk about it. Appreciate you, Mama Corey. Appreciate you guys for being here. Appreciate you rocking. Make sure you share this conversation. Um, like I said, Brothers okay, Legacy is trying to be that on. gap. What's that? Oh, shake the fear. Shake the fear. Kankakee, yes. Illinois. Kankakee, Illinois. You know. If you're around that area, get with that gentleman. Get Check out Kent Library Wade. Right. And he's, I'm, I'm guessing Kankakee only may have one library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's not bad. Listen, Stockbridge only got one. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, but Stockbridge, yeah, Stockbridge, but you know. <laughs> McDonough has one. Yeah. You know, local so Kankakee, because yeah. I think that's the library he's in a lot. I don't know if he like works directly, yeah. but he's always doing programs in there. If you he follow works the page, the you'll see that. Yeah. Yeah, he works so, for the Kankakee Library and is doing some great stuff right. uh, in, in Kankakee. So. so if you're in Illinois and you're in that area and can get there, definitely check out um, Kent Wade. He's, uh, he's doing some amazing work. He's doing some amazing work. All right. I appreciate you guys for being here. I appreciate you guys for being a part. I appreciate you guys for sharing. Like I said, we are taking the national, connecting it local. That's our goal. We're trying to fill in the gaps to make sure that everyone gets taken care of and change our communities. Because like I said, if we can get our children involved and get their hands on stuff, then we can make things move. All right. So I appreciate you. Um, make sure you hang out with us tomorrow. Same time, same channel. Always know that we love you. God loves you more. Um, continue to watch, 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 be mindful, um, and stay connected to us. Text LW into 84576, text LW into 84576, and never miss a broadcast. All right. So as always, be blessed, keep pushing, keep growing, and keep doing the right thing. All right. We will see you in the AM. 
Take care. As always, we love you. Uh, know that God loves you more. Stay safe. Thank, Thank you guys, guys for hanging, hanging being Make with sure you're sharing is caring. All of my replay peoples that watch in the background.